Jermaine, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mark. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Curious Anarchy listeners. Um, if you are joining us from somewhere in the world, please give us the tweet at underscore Curious Anarchy. Or you can hit us up on the Instagram, also at underscore Curious Anarchy. Today we'll be carrying on with the Ice Cap Disc special. This is the third and hopefully the final part. Um, Mark Wilson asked me a number of curious questions um, connecting music with uh, memories. So we're just kind of exploring the post the first episode of this series and uh, sort of enveloping some of the the other thoughts that Mark had during our conversation so yeah Mark yeah so welcome everybody Uh, if you're lucky enough uh, as I have been to sort of listen to Jermaine talk us through his involvement of his life and his music it's been quite an epic journey so far and um, I suppose we were thinking the third one would kind of wrap it up for now unless people have questions or or want to pursue anything further so Mm -hmm. we'll start off with I guess this bit really is about Jermaine you filling in the gaps and filling in the musics and gaps that you haven't covered up to now so Mm -hmm. where you wanted to start Maybe you can start a song for us. If we can start. The name of a song or a record that that has meant a lot to you that you didn't get in the first two uh, episodes of this... this, uh, Um, Okay, so there's (laughs) a memory that I have of... um, Eminem, Slim Shady. Oh yeah, that first "Hi, my name is." Um, <laughs> there's a memory that I have of having that tape. I bought that tape cassette, and um, I put it in my my grandparents' car. Wow! And I was playing it, and um, we were actually on the way back from church, <laughs> and that song was wow. playing on repeat, <laughs> on repeat all the way home, and it was like, oh man. <laughs> That's a very bold move. Yeah, it was. But I don't know. They let the tune play. I don't know. <laughs> I think, like, I don't know. Maybe they were trying to ignore it. So I'd like to ask you a question about that. It's quite interesting because um, they do a thing on a, a Radio 5 program on a Saturday morning where they invite children, particularly under 10 yeah. year olds, to review their parents' records. So, like, a mm. child would have listened to something like. Black Sabbath and they then asked the kid what they you know what score they'd give it out of 10 and how they would review the record they've listened to mm. you know so for example Fleetwood Mac um, they, they had a whole album from songs like Dreams and um, they'd ask the kid to sort of review the whole album uh, mm. from the point of view that the kid probably listens to things like Little Mix and never heard anything quite like this and that's the show part of the show and it's kind of reverse a reverse one here where you're asking your parent your grandparents to review the music that you're suddenly listening to so i wonder uh, yeah. i wonder with hindsight what score they would have given Eminem for his bold attempt <laughs> yeah. at his first album <laughs> did yeah. you get any inkling of how they felt about it at all um uh, no, I think they were very uh, poker-faced. <laughs> so you didn't play Lady Gaga instead? That would have been gone down no, with poker-faced. No, no. I, don't think, I don't think she was quite around at that point. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it's, uh... I mean, back to, to where we were before, do you want to mm-hmm. in some of the gaps that you thought you'd left out last time, um, some of the things you want to illuminate the audience with? Oh my gosh, I can try and attempt to. Um, so, wow. Uh, where should we start? What gaps are missing? Good question. Um, so why do you think, for, we'll start off with why did you think that at the end of the last one we did, that wasn't a suitable closure point for you? 
Um, how because well, okay, so kind of because there's been in the last sort of couple of weeks a bit of a, a transition okay. phase um, that I've been going through in regards to my relationship with my son's mom. Right. Um, and we've we're kind of in a space where we're beginning to access um, certain opportunities in our lives and I think that in the conversations that we've had since then we've begun to unravel some of the things about one another that we kind of might have been a little bit more frustrated with than we kind of really needed to be sure, because sure. we didn't understand like where you know the other person was really at um, and in the last like week we've had just the most amazing time together and just just like acknowledging each other as human beings right and, and like for me that's been so incredibly powerful because it's then connected back to you know the relationship that I've got with my mom um I think it was, I think I was around the age of 15, um, 15, 16, when um, I had the opportunity to appear in um, a school newsletter, which was sent out to all of the schools. Right. So this was for like the, you know, the head teachers and teachers, like teachers a monthly or something like that. Um, and I had an opportunity to be in it be featured in it as a pupil from Four Dwellings High School and um, in that story I remember there was something that I said about my mum that um, my mum after reading it turned around and told me like don't don't talk about me like don't you know in terms of what in what way sort of thing what do you mean in in terms of like like people don't need to know my business kind right, of thing. Fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and like I I get that mindset. I I get it. Because it, it's quite a a thing where I think in particularly perhaps Caribbean families mm-hmm. um have a very sort of, you know, just keep it to yourself kind of thing and then, you know, attitudes towards um, so what's the thinking behind I mean, it? What, what what's the, what's the, the thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting there. I'm kind of like exploring it because okay. it, it it kind of for me just shows how protective we can be um, with ourselves and with each other and and you know with things or over things. Um, <clears throat> and I just feel like. It's an interesting thing now doing this where I'm sharing a part of my story with, with people in order to heal, in order to to share what I've learned from my experience. And even doing this with you has, has been an absolutely fantastic experience. Wow. Just to kind of rewind and go back through time and, and go back to those moments and, and recollect them. Yeah. Um, Another moment, significant moment. I'm not sure if I even mentioned this, but um, I, and then one of the first two, um, I recall when my mom got married. I think this was around the age of about 15. So there was a lot going on (laughs) towards the end of school. And um, so, yeah, she got married and I gave a speech. Wow. And... um, as you know, my mum's son, her eldest. Um, and I remember sharing feelings about this guy coming into like the thing, because I have memories of before him, like, because my mum had been with other other people before me, before him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, I've met these different people, and then I've been in spaces where. Um, I remember one situation where my mom was even having a, a, an argument with with one of the guys, and um, I was sat like under the table, and I kind of put my hands up, 
like so that they were sticking out like puppets and okay. little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like black one when my, when my mum was talking I'd do the right one oh no he was talking, oh no I did the left one okay. and so like like from from the perception of a child it's like the way that I was communicating to them as in to like talk to one another to like stop the, the noise yeah um, just really interesting and, and just thinking of that connects me to my inner child and connects me to my son because I know that myself and, and well, his mom um, was about to say partner um, I suppose she kind of is a partner in, in a way um, we've had disagreements and arguments in front of our son and we've noticed that he does respond to it he can be quite sensitive sometimes and I do feel like that is perhaps in part due to the nature of, of how it might be my relationship is sometimes although um, we do have great moments and especially since we began to really communicate with one another we've been able to really tap into each other and, and like the, the atmosphere has just been absolutely amazing my son has really come on and, and flourished um, especially in these last <laughs> in the last month I think he's just seemed to just get this new wind of energy yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. he just wants it down um, so it, it was kind of it was kind of um, it's, he's been kind of symbolic um, and I really want to just put it out there that you know I love her and I love him and I love our little family that we've created um, and however it may be in the future, however it is, but you know, there's there's love in there. Um, let me go back now. Well, well, no, before of... you go back, um, okay, just a quick thought: Is there any music uh-huh. that would parallel that that kind of newfound zone that you're in with with uh, your unit? Is there anything that you know what? I think um, the song. Oh. Bad. Michael Jackson. Okay, interesting choice. I think you were going there. That's very interesting. What made you choose that one? I think, I think one, timeless. Absolutely timeless, timeless classic. Yep, yep. Two, he was one of the most amazing performers and entertainers and singers. Um, like he was just he was just everything to me as a as a kid, like from the age of maybe five or so when I kind of like picked up on him. Um through junior school, like in infant school, we used to do like little routines <laughs> and stuff. Like when we had like indoor playtime. We'd be like in one corner on the mat, just like doing some dancing, practicing. Um, we'd all take it in turns, and and then we perform <laughs> to the class and everything, man. Like, yeah, it was it was it was dope. Um, yeah, and like but even you, through to now. But you said I still you'd relate it to the situation that's going on with the unit at the moment. What what what? How does it fit into the sort of like nice imagery you've got with your partner and your child? It it's the inner child, right? Okay, so that's what, that's what the audience needs to hear that that link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it, it's allowing your inner child to just roam free, right, right, and just just be and and just be in flow. And I know that a lot of people kind of take <laughs> this phrase just to be in flow with some wishy washy thing, but well, not necessarily being tuned into what it is that you want and then giving igniting your passion and really fanning that flame and letting letting that desire burn strong so i think i first noticed kind of what you're talking about funnily enough in the world of puppies um no two puppies respond the same and they've all got an inner flow that takes them into directions like some will be smell some will be biting some will be running some will be lying absolutely doing nothing and that's an internal spring within them and obviously 
it's it's even more so in children who who eventually learn to articulate yeah. after they communicate. Um, mm-hmm. So it's an interesting choice of song for that. I would not have thought you were going to go there. That's very very interesting. I'm sure, your audience is going to think long and hard on that one. Um, let's take us back then. So, talk to us about some of the things that uh, you wanted to bring onto this third sort of um, episode. Oh my gosh! Yeah, There's, you know, you know what? When I <laughs> when I mentioned it, I'm just I'm just gonna have to like go into stream stream of thought now as stuff comes up. I was, I was just kind of like purge it, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, in fact oh I wanted to <laughs> I was going to do a claim to fame thing but I'm not going to mention I'm not somebody I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in one of the previous ones I, I used to date someone who's like famous no okay so basically in college I um, in sixth form college I met like a, a another group of, of girls actually that came from an all girls okay um which i knew of um and obviously being a guy i was like okay you're from an all girls school let me like get to meet and all of your friends and stuff um because <laughs> obviously you know i was single and ready to mingle um, yes absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and um like she introduced me to this uh, young woman who was a violinist. She um, was was a very good violinist, played in an orchestra and performed and all of that yep. kind of stuff. Um, later on in life, she's then gone on to become a singer. Okay. And she released, she released an album, I think maybe a couple of years ago, three, four, no, maybe five five years ago that sold pretty well and like she's been doing tours and all of that kind of stuff have you told us um, her name or are we still guessing I don't know what you're doing no I haven't told the name mm-hmm. um, <laughs> oh, oh no I won't tell the oh, name oh you won't tell the name but okay sorry thank you if, if, she, if she's listening she'll know who she is I mean to be fair we, 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 we only dated for like eight weeks so it wasn't really like a long-term relationship or, or even like a medium-term relationship but like we were kind of you know sort of speaking and, and meeting up every week and I would travel down to her college which was a good hour's travel away from where I was um every Wednesday and we'd meet up we'd go to the park we'd take a walk through the high street of whichever place it was that we were okay. um, I'm trying to be careful not to say the well, name well. Um, and I hope I didn't say the school name oh, no you didn't. you didn't I don't think I did I don't no. think I did um, yeah, so, <laughs> so hold on. Can you just um, maybe tell your audience why you're bringing up the memory without wanting to talk about because like I think a lot of other people would have been very happy to have said oh you know I, I dated whoever you know I I, th- I think it's it's more like it's just sharing these little stories that we all have these little Memories. things yeah. that checkpoint different different areas of our lives yeah. and the song that would tie in with that time is beautiful by uh, Pharrell Williams. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that I think it was the song that came out around that time, and. Um, we used to listen to that song <laughs> we used to sing it like to each other as we were walking down the road as well it was, yeah it was okay funny. um but it's interesting because i saw her at the d'angelo concert wow. which i got to go to um and that is in fact where i met most death okay um so did all three celebrities know each other? <laughs> no. Uh, hmm. I didn't see her in the after show, so mm-hmm. I don't know if she, maybe she decided to go home. But would the three of you have known each other? So. 
Well, that possibly, okay. possibly. Cool, cool. I think they, they kind of, move, I guess they kind of would move in a similar sort of... All, all three of, of you, yeah? Yeah, I would imagine. What do you, you mean? All three would move in the same circles. <laughs> oh, you're too kind, Mark. Too well, kind. you are a celebrity. You've got your own podcast. I mean, uh, you may not be a you know chart-topping celebrity, but you're certainly a celebrity. Thank you. Um, but you think the three would sort of, there'd be events and things that you'd all three bump into each other? Yeah, and there was. So, yeah, I, I used to date a, uh, a Polish woman who. Sorry, is it someone else, um, not the same person you're talking about? Yeah, yeah no, this is someone else. Sorry, so I can be clear here. She. We she invited me to that night where D'Angelo was performing. The Polish didn't invite you. And yeah, 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 she was my my, my girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. At, at, at the end of the night, I then saw her, who I used to date back okay. in college. She was wow. like, "Hey, how are you? Oh, you both recognize each other and everything, like, yeah? Oh. Yeah, 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 totally. Because like we'd seen each other periodically right. in, in Birmingham um, beforehand." And um, it was it was just interesting, just like catching up because, like, she's changed from how she was. She's changed. So, it, sorry, yeah, in terms it, of it, like, what do you mean when you say things like that? In terms of appearance, okay. yeah, um, and it's it's great to see the change, but it's it's just different. You know what I mean? It's not well, a good sure, or bad sure. thing. Um, it's just yeah it's just you know when you see people from way back and like they haven't changed yeah. one bit they look like the exact carbon yeah, copy yeah, yeah, yeah. just you know in all the person's clothes or whatever like like she she yeah she just looks different okay cool 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 um, but yeah so oh I'll tell you about how I met most of um so we been to the D'Angelo show we'd gone back to the after party after show party thing and there's like a few like big names in there there was like most deaf Janelle Monet was in there um Robert Glasper was, was there I actually got to like meet him and shake his hand mm-hmm. um Janelle Monet I didn't get to meet because she was like hanging with people on the other side sure, of the room sure. and uh my girlfriend at the time, like she didn't know everyone in the room, but she knew a few people. So she kind of like how did she know Um, she used to do promotion right, right, right. Uh, for events back in um, Poland. Like she's like quite connected in Poland, really. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 in Poland and across the world. Like she's like good friends with Pharrell. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, they actually like you know speak to each other. Like, well, like, she must be happy. Stuff. Um, yeah um, she's done shows and events with like my heroes of rap who are like Method Man and Red Man like she's worked with the Wu-Tang Clan she's worked with like a whole wow, bag wow. of like rap and, and crews and rock and, and all different kind of genres but she, she's done like events for years and like it's 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 just in her blood yeah yeah events so it's like i'm kind of seeing a bit of a a similarity because my my most recent son's mom um she's also a singer she plays keys and man she can sing and she can can play um so um, just for future reference does your partners have to have an affinity to the music business to be able to go out with you. I, I think that that's kind of been a little bit of a theme like throughout it, my life. Realised they've they've either been a singer or a promoter. Yeah, in in, a in work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in in some way, or a yeah. musician. Like I, you know, I I used to play uh, violin, guitar, wow. drum, keys. Wow, wow, wow. Um, in fact, I played for a. Um, I was playing in playing drums for a. a oh, I can't 
can't remember what they're called. It's mm. like punk, uh, not punk rock, <laughs> but like um, you, you know, like grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that with the drums and they're like. So you played in that new Yeah, that kind you of were, stuff. You were so, playing. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, really like rhythmic and like because I, I love the drum. So do I, but I've never heard it in that because, forum, but um, yeah, fair play. Um, I think that playing playing the drums especially is just like wonderful. Yeah. Um, but when you listen to drums, like I know some people might not appreciate some <laughs> like drum patterns or some drum music. Um, simply because they just see it as noise but I think if you can kind of tune into like the rhythm or sure, any rhythm sure. or a flow or the energy that it, it's giving yeah, I, you I was talking like, to Clover in that, the group and we were talking about mm-hmm. in Brazil in uh, Salvador where they have uh, schools for, for music and particularly drumming so they have sort of performances where 50, 100 drummers will all coordinate together and stuff it's quite an amazing sound yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, sorry, so that was your um, sort of linkage to that. What what, what what other sort of musics have we not covered that you were influenced by when you were growing up and everything? Um, at that around, up and around that time when I was um, playing the drums for that group, um, which was my first two children's mothers so he would have been my brother okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was I remember being in the bathroom reading this magazine so I was at theirs um, and <clears throat> I picked it up and I read it and I read this article about this group which described okay. like uh, electronica it was dub it was a bit of jungle it was like punk it was wow. rock and I, it was in enemy okay, yeah, and yeah. I, I don't, don't remember who wrote the article but um, from the description of what was written in the article to listening to something later on um, it might have been that same day or maybe yeah, a few yeah, days yeah. later uh, I recognised it and Skindred I don't know if you've heard of those guys they are a they're a group from Wales mm-hmm. They are punk rock, electronica dub, kind of reggae, kind of inspired group. Um, the lead singers are Rastafarian. Okay. Um, you know, a couple of white guys in there as well. So it's, you know, it's, it's showing how, you know, black and white people can work together after For sure. all. Yeah, hey? yeah, absolutely. Um, music. So um, that kind of, I think, um, indicates a little bit of the expanse of music that I, I kind of appreciate. I kind of tend to think that I appreciate quite a wide form of music from, you know, you jazz, like Miles Davis, that I mentioned in previous yeah, episodes, yeah. um, to, you know, Wu-Tang, to um, Louis Armstrong, yep, yep. You know, who... Adelaide Hall, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and then you know, I enjoy a little bit of Taylor Swift. Like, I'm not gonna lie, she's got a couple of banging shoes. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like, I think music is it for me is, is something that just it just has to be an energy. Like, it just has to feel okay. good. If it feels good. It's it's, it's cool. Um, it might not necessarily be. Um, it might be a controversial form of music, like for example, there's some drill that I kind of appreciate the artistry that goes into how they deliver the lyric. Maybe not necessarily the content, the sure. lyric, but the working, the creative working behind how they deliver it, and and you know intonation, dynamics, and, and staccato, and all of that kind of stuff. The energy that they put into the actual making of the beats, because I used to make. Uh, be in school um, say something about like what you can create how you can make somebody feel um, I used to make garage music okay. in school I used to make jungle music 
I used to make uh, a little bit of like trance um, and then I kind of began to sort of play around and develop a bit of a, a taste for creating fuller music so music that actually sounded like it was you know recorded so I started to kind of like layer my guitar drum so I'd play it and then have to like pl- um, program in the MIDI keys via the keyboard um, just to kind of make it sound like it's an actual guitar playing and not just you know the one string on the, on the oh, yeah, keyboard yeah. <laughs> um, and adding effects and then you kind of start to experiment and this is when I kind of began to almost cocoon oh. myself throughout school um, in the studio because we had this studio set up and you could go in there and just record and, and you know so I began to sort of work at and towards an album and I made like a I think it was like a 21 track album in school um, which was all stuff that I was just experimenting with there's a bit of reggae there was a little bit of like grime or, or garage rather um, there was a lot of rap and some R&B and soul um, and there was a whole variety of things in there and then I wrote a song on that wow. album for my first girlfriend um, who basically actually lived in an area that was known for its uh, population of far right oh, wow. extremists um, who were on the other side of the color yeah, spectrum from me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like she was cool. Her brother was cool. Her mom had a bit of an issue. Um, so, what happened was the, her parents went away for on holiday for a week somewhere. And, um, she invited me over, so I came round like a couple of times throughout that holiday. I didn't stay over or anything. Um, but one of the times, one of the neighbours must have seen me through the window. So she's called up her her mom and told her that I had she had she's been having someone round the house, and um, then she invited me to dinner via her daughter. I went round for dinner. We all had like a, a conversation, a bit of a chat, da 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 da, and then um, had a bit of a, a nice time. Seemed all right, and then we spoke in college the day after. So she tells me certain things that her mum had said, and I was like, okay. So she said things like, "Oh, he's very dark, isn't he? Very dark." Like pointing out that, you know, I'm dark skin, I'm black. What do you expect? Um, and all of these kinds of things. And, and she was telling me about how she was, you know, telling her mum that she can't say that, she can't say that. But her mum basically gave her an ultimatum that she either like disowned me or disowned the family. And I just remember thinking to myself, how the hell can you be so racist that you're actually willing to prevent your child from being happy, potentially? Young love, so you never know where it's going to go. But I think about the obstacles. um, Are you still listening? (laughs) I know I've been talking for a little while. Mark. Mark. Are you there? <laughs> Mark. 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 Hey, Mark. <laughs> Hi there. Can you can you hear me? <laughs> Mark messed up his uh, <laughs> his, 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 his <laughs> <connection>. <laughs> the mic. Uh, 
So yeah, I was there yapping for I don't know how long and Sorry and, man. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, hold on, you've not responded for a little while. Let me just check that you're still there. And uh you didn't respond. So I thought like, I don't know, maybe you'd come to sleep or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Cheers, Mark. <laughs> yeah, nice one. Um Yeah, where were we? Um telling the story about my, my ex girlfriend's racist mum. Um yeah, you were telling me that story and I'm not like, responding and you can't hear me responding because I mm-hmm. had a similar thing the other way around. Mm-hmm. I had a similar experience with a, I had a Jamaican girlfriend and her mum hated white people with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah. I, so I was just laughing along with your story because it kind of brought back a lot of memories for me um, uh, in, in like complete reverse you know complete reversal but it brought back a lot of memories for me because it was like wow okay so you've had the same experience from the other way around so I'm, mm. I'm you can't hear me because uh i've been cut off or whatever happened so you know it's quite <laughs> interesting um but carry on sorry you were sorry you're saying so what happened to that in the end then how did it go down um we split up because split of that up. Yeah. because of that yeah because it was kind of like well like what's the point like if you if you're if you're not gonna like stand up to your mom like there's no point well i mean i've got to say for this particular issue i see it slightly differently i kind of knew i could never get between a a a girl and her mother because ultimately blood stronger than you know whatever so of course of course you know for me it's like i wouldn't expect her to cross her mum yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't expect her to go against yeah, you know, your own family. You know what I mean, um, so yeah, cool. cool. <laughs> and, Any uh, music from yeah, that period? Um, Surely there must be some music you listen to when that. You know was. what? The, 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 there would be a, a movie, uh, say the last dance. That was actually her favourite. Uh, okay, God, um, it's years ago. Well, and I remember we had um, like a graduation party thing at the end right, of right. sixth form and um, like me and her were like tearing it up <laughs> oh, wow cool yeah. we had a great time and um, yeah I'm trying to think of like a song from that particular time but it would probably be like the title song from oh uh, you would be you'd be actually dancing to that would you yeah probably um yeah, you didn't, you didn't listen to anything when you broke up with her. There was nothing that sort of sprang to mind. You know, no, I basically, I I got with my first two children's mom. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. Um. Oh, stories and music um okay so if i just share something about my first two children's mom so when in the summer uh that i met her um her mom i think and her grandfather died within a few weeks of each other Wow. Um, and uh, it was it was quite a tough time for her. I wasn't aware up until like when we started speaking, but she always looked a little bit kind of I don't know, a bit stunned, um, a bit right. of a look in her face. Yeah, um, and um, we got talking and we um, basically developed a relationship. Um, we used to listen to a lot of like Al Green and Marvin Gaye oh, wow. and Stevie Wonder and like that was a lot of the music that she kind of been brought up with. Sure. Um, her, her dad was like a bit of a hippie. In fact, her, her mom and dad were, were basically hippies. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, and you know he was he was around for like the Jimi Hendrix and he'd been well, to all the amazing times, amazing times. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And um, you have to remember that with people like Jimi Hendrix, uh-huh. that whole period, what you're calling the hippie period, was also the civil rights period. It was yeah. a, a unique period in history because uh, so many different paths all led to the same direction. Mm-hmm. So people of that elk genuinely believed society was going down a very different path. Um, you know, I mean, even today, imagine trying to be a hippie today. It's so out of sync with what everything else, the politics oh, yeah. and everything. But in those days, you genuinely could be a hippie because genuinely speaking, society was moving to a, in theory, a kinder, a more collective sort of way of being. Mm. And the music and the, and the politics all reflected Mm-hmm. So, I can understand if you're born in that period why they would be having that outlook. But as children, you're not. It's a very different world what you're growing into to what they had. If you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I, I get totally, totally get that. Um, this is interesting. Um, even considering like the differences because you know I I would have to consider I think I was kind of in that phase where phones kind of began to become a thing you know when I was a child like my son now who's two going to be three next year uh, sorry next month Um, he's, he's able to get his way around you know a tablet and a phone like he'll his his grandma can pass him her phone and he'll put the code in and everything and go straight to the games and he'll, he'll I mean, he knows what he's looking for he to be fair and to be a bit sad for you the technology he'll grow up with you haven't even seen yet and he'll yeah. have a far better grasp of it in theory than you will because he'll yeah. be in his everyday schooling <laughs> he already does no but I'm <laughs> saying you won't have seen the stuff that he's going to play with because yeah. you know yeah. he'll move on to a different dimension by the time he's a teenager you know you're trying to shut him down for all sorts of things that, as a parent you might try and shut him down for and you won't have the first clue how to use what he's using or perhaps yeah. he, he only has to use his elbow to get onto it. You can't close it down because you can't put your elbow there. Whatever, you know. Or, or he's trying to wire me up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. With his watch or something. Or just putting, you know, recording <laughs> conversations strength. you have yeah. live yeah. all over the world or something. You know, who knows, who knows what? <laughs> they, we used to teach in schools that uh, you you're going to grow up using technology that hasn't even been invented yet. So your jobs will consist of things that have not even been thought of yet. Mm. And and uh, that was true tw- 10 years ago. It's far going to be far truer in 20 years' time. You know, 10 years' time when your child's about 14, 15. God knows mm. what you'll have to part with. I mean, it'll be a different... It will be a different world. Yeah. Um. So, sort of... Um, Coming to a close now for the sort of like this is the third episode of your development in a slowdown yeah. world. Thinking back of all the things, I, I wonder if you could leave, leave us with one sort of poignant memory, one song, and one thing that you'd like to keep with you from everything that's happened, other than you, other than people. I mean, other than the people, obviously. Um. Wow. One memory. Um, I mean, you're snowbound. You're snowbound. You don't know when people are going to rescue you. You've got one memory you're going to hang on to for now. What would it be? You know what? It would be uh, performing on stage at Winter Wonderland back in... What are we in twenty twenty one now? I think it would have been twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, maybe. Yeah. Um, I got to basically. I was um, recruited to work shift work for one of the bars in Winter Wonderland, and um, in fact, that's actually how I met the Polish woman. Okay. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Meeting. D'Angelo and most of um, Yeah, so 
was working there and I, you know, I was just a really happy-go-lucky guy. I was just always up for it every day. I'd come in regardless of whether I'm starting it. I think we had like seven a.m. shifts. Wow. Um, in the morning to, and there'd always be about ten or twelve hours. So you're working till seven a.m. till seven p.m. or maybe four, three, four p.m. in the afternoon, um, and then you'd have like the later shift, which would be like eleven or midday till about. 11 or midnight um, and I got to perform on stage with the band who were our band an amazing in fact she's one of the uh, Catalonians oh well um, yeah. we just mentioned in the, the by invite only if you want to go yeah, check yeah. that out please do that um, the other episode uh, the all female lineup that is and um, she, I remember she, I figured that she sounded Spanish and I was like, oh, you're Spanish. And she said, oh, no, I'm from Catalan. Okay, like, yeah, 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 big mistake. Is, yeah, is, yeah. That, is that not the same thing? She's like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. You're Catalanian. Okay, great. Fantastic. Got it. Um, <laughs> and so we had this great chemistry basically she was the the singer wow <laughs> and and um we ended up performing uh Kanye West and Estelle um oh what's the song called um oh, I remember that I can't remember the name of the song but I, I do remember the song American Boy, that's the one. That's it, yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, basically, I was tasked with having to try and learn the lyrics overnight. Wow. Um, I didn't do it, so I had to have my phone on me <laughs> while I was on stage. Well, and, really? Like, holding the mic <laughs> that's and, yeah, before, and this was in front of, like, a crowd of people, because this was, like, peak time, coming up to Christmas. Um now coming up to the end of the 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 series because it was like early July uh, early January when it yeah. ended yeah and um yeah there must have been like hundreds of people there all crowded in um watching me perform with her and the band awesome. and I kind of mi- mixed up the the lyrics a little bit and sort of messed it up but then I was just like put your hands up clap yeah, <laughs> come on! <laughs> I just like freestyle my way out of it. And um, are there recordings of this? Really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a recording on my Facebook. I'll um, I'll see if I can find it and tag you in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that just reminds me of what happens when you just let go of everything. You just immerse yourself in the moment. Awesome. There have been numerous times throughout my life where I felt like that. I feel like I'm in that sort of moment now. And I felt like that, you know, periodically throughout time. So I want to kind of really leave everyone with something motivational or inspirational or something that can kind of move them and impact them in some way Um, and take something from this this series of Ice Cap Discs with me because um, I'd like to think that something could help someone out there. Yeah. Yeah, in some way, I cannot wait to do your special album. Well, before we go, we're still waiting for final song from you. Oh, right, yeah, um, yeah, so that song, American Boy. Oh, that's the song, okay, yeah, yeah. And what about an item that you'd keep with you from everything that we've talked about over two and a half series? What sort of one thing would you keep with you that isn't a person? Um. The work desk that I made. Wow. With my granddad. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I could keep that item. Are you in possession of it now, sort of thing? Do you have it with you, sort of, at the moment? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's old and broken. And well, that's, it's a away. that's a real shame. Yeah, no. Oh, no, no. Um, but yeah, that's such a great, that, that was such a great. Wow. Um, so to finish off with, 
I'm, I'm going to ask this for the audience, not for me, uh, but for the audience. Mm-hmm. We'll give you one last opportunity to name the, the violinist that you had a tete-a-tete with for a little while. Um, you, you've got a chance to tell everyone here and now, or you can just leave it and we'll close it at this point. No, I, I think we'll leave it there. I thought you'd say that. So um, <laughs> I just want to say this, that uh, one of the reasons why Jermaine and I decided to do this, other than having a chance to sort of explore our past and, and the music and everything from it, and also perhaps to look at uh, the memories that we grew up with, is that this is an important thing to do with people, is to record their histories. We, we've got, we grew up only learning the histories of the rich and famous, and you miss out on a whole selection of histories of, of everyday people, that I like to call it. Because everyday people has a fantastic tapestry of history. And as you can see from Jermaine's, when, if you listen to all three, amazing set of uh, episodes that happened for him. What an incredible guy and an incredible journey he's been on so far. He's only a very young age now, but what an amazing journey. And the things that shape and direct you through your life. And certainly for me, that was very high, well highlighted in his stories. So thank you thank very you. much for listening. Jermaine, thanks so much for telling us. You've paid your soul, and I think most people will feel nothing but admiration for you for it. Um, oh, thank you very much. Yeah. It's wonderful, wonderfully therapeutic to have these these conversations, um, or to have this conversation um, particularly. Um, really enjoying how this is working between us. It's a great dynamic we've got. I look forward to more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I think it's we've certainly I think played and, and danced with the idea of anarchy and with the idea of curiosity, which we've we've, yeah. we've put this under, and it's it's kind of been a real it's been a it's been like a dance of of learning different ways of dancing to the music and to the ideas and to the thoughts and to the way that we do things. Um, yeah, I think yeah. other people will pick up on this and uh, try and do these these ways of doing it because it opens up a whole prism of ideas that um, are not as one-dimensional and linear as they are in other forums. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we just hope that one day if you're sitting listening and you're bored or you're tired or you're fed up or you're not feeling great, this brings a bit of sunshine into your life. Uh, stay tuned and keep keep listening. Even you non-binary people out there, our top listener thank you so much for listening to the Curious Anarchy podcast this has been Ice Cap Disc Ice Cap Disc special with uh, myself Jermaine Gregory hosted by Mark Wilson Um, if you'd like to hit us up on the Twitter please get in touch at underscore Curious Anarchy both on Twitter and also now on Instagram. Um, check it out. If you've got any uh, thoughts, questions, anything you'd like to share, please do. And uh, look forward to the next episode. Please subscribe.